All right, Aftershocks TV, thanks everybody for listening in. And as always, I got my partner, Chris Jacob, with me. Chris, how pumped up are we for this episode, man? Dude, this is this is one of those bands that not a lot of people are aware of yet, but we, we couldn't be happier to be spreading the word on because we both love this stuff. Absolutely. Let's bring on our special guest today from the great nation of Spain, from Thresh Middle War Horses Crisis. We've got BB Plaza with us. BB, thanks for coming on. Hey, man. How are you? Hey, very fine here in Spain right now. Uh, Saturday night, uh, really good weather, uh, very good music. So we cannot we cannot complain. Awesome, man. Awesome. Well, definitely not complaining about the new EP, man. The Pizza EP out now on Listenable Records. And uh, you know, I mean, whether you're not you like pizza or not, I and mean, who the fuck doesn't like pizza? But all you need to like is thrash metal, and this band and record is for you, man. It picks up, you know, right off from what you guys have been doing for the last decade in your face, you know, old school thrash metal with a, a bunch of different twists here and there. But um, so, BB, I mean, the EP has been out since last month. It's obviously catching a lot of ears, or else, you know, we wouldn't be talking to you. So, what in the world is the pizza all about? Get get into it. Just just go for it, man. Tell us what this is all about this year. Yeah, the, the pizza pizza a special concept that you know we were uh, working on the new album and the new songs and all like one year ago it was one year ago, and we decided from all these bunch of songs we would take some of them to uh, start a new concept before we release the new album next year. And this was the Pizza EP thanks to a song called No Tip for the Kid, which is a song that talks about these stories from me delivering pizza and all. So we kind of thought, okay, let's do a culinary EP theme and release it, you know, this year because we wanted to release something before the new album. And we wanted that this EP would bring this sense of, you know, uh, smile and happiness that pizza brings. So it's like, pizza you share it with your friends and you enjoy it so this album it's meant like this you know to share it with your friends drink some beers and enjoy it with your friends you know and this mm -hmm. is a little bit the concept that we had really in mind to put out this year before this new album that is going to come out next year okay so did you purposely because i know um you know this is sort of a little bit different in terms of lyrical approach i mean you guys never i mean have never done this sort of humorous, real, hard, you know, full-on approach to your lyrics. So did you consciously just want to have more fun doing this compared to all the other stuff you do? Um, we could, I think we get back with, uh, I mean, we are a band that we have a lot of sense of humor uh, in our mm. daily basis. And this is a thing that I really like from this band. And, but we, from our previous album, our, uh, our previous album, we do that, didn't touch too much this part of humoristic things. But we, it's something that it's in our gen and in our genes. And we just wanted to, we had the opportunity to express this a little bit more uh, in a more, you know, in a more way, in a good way. With this EP, it was everything on purpose. So we wanted to, you know, get back this feeling again. But I think we're getting back to this in the new album a little bit too. But, you know, but also we have a lot also serious stuff to tell, you know, in this new album. But, you know, for DP, it was, okay, let's go with that comic thing that it's really mm -hmm. into in, in our blood, you know. Sure. And we like to, we have fun, we are a family, you know, and we like to, you know, um, make people uh, smile in our shows, you know. When we are in our shows, we are really connecting with people. And with this album, we wanted to bring a little bit this um, this essence of our shows that we people is smiling to us while listening to aggressive music, you know. It's like, mm -hmm. <laughs> it's, like a, yeah. it's, it's like something that it doesn't, Sam seems like it doesn't fit together, but in our shows it's like this. We bring this aggressive music, but with a really good vibes, you know, and good smiles, sure. and people is really smiling, you know, and it's this is cool from our perspective. Sure, absolutely. So, you know, captures this. 
Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, one of the tracks that stands out to me, I love, is the world. World needs mosh, which it sure fucking does, man. I think it needs a lot more mosh than what we're seeing now. Talk about, I mean, that track, which I mean, for hardcore thrash fans, it's sort of like a like a modern day anthemic type of of song. Talk a little bit about that song. This song, um, uh, the idea came when we were, uh, you know, in the pandemic, and we could we had to cancel our show, all our shows. And we had to, uh, you know, reschedule everything. And the people said, okay, how are we going to name this tour that I don't know if it's going to happen or not? Because in that time, everything was like, you know, unstable. Mm-hmm. And fuck, you, we said like, hey, this is what the world needs now. It's mush. So let's call this tour the world is mush. So we like that concept so much that we had to, you know, put it in a song. And mm-hmm. that's when uh, in DCP, we thought it was the perfect song that also to release it with DCP for the times we are living now, the world needs mosh. And we we kind of uh, realized that, you know, this mosh that we, it, it, it happens in our shows. In the end, it's also a family thing. You know, it's also a place where people have the freedom to express themselves, to liberate uh, from all the bullshit in your week, weekly, uh, from uh, during the week, people get to, to shows and express as, and, you know, liberate, you know, themselves. Sure. So in the end, we came to the concept that uh, mosh is love and the world needs mosh. And that's <laughs> what we wanted to capsule in this song. And this is a reflection, as we, as I said before, from our shows. It's just a pure, uh, a pure essence of our shows put in a song. You know? Sure. And it, it may be a pure essence of yourselves, but unless I'm hearing things, it also has a huge, gigantic Slayer influence in it, especially, ah, yeah, especially yeah. That, that scream at the beginning, man. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's true. That's true. And even the part C, it's a, our, we pay homage. Uh, it's our tribute, a little tribute to a Slayer, you know. Yeah. Sure. No doubt. Now, how important, a- go ahead, how important is a band like Slayer to a band like Crysis? You know, you know obviously they set the, the bar way early but you know for as long as you've been around they've been kind of on the back end of their career so how important is an older band like that to a young band coming up i tell you because we were speaking about this the other day slayer was one of the first shows my very first metal show with 16 years old uh we even had no band yet but it, it it happens that in that show in barcelona that i sneaked in because i didn't have the you know the legal age to go <laughs> I found that the, in that show we were Javi, uh, the drummer, the singer, Juli, and also the bassist, uh, uh, the bass guitar and the guitarist were in that show, but we were not meeting each other like really like with that. We were not really, you know, uh, we didn't met, you know, in that time, but we were all there, you know, in that Slayer show. And I remember that, you know, uh, it was a young boy and everyone was starting to mosh. In, in the intro of the song, and I was like, fuck, what's going to happen when they play Angel of Death? I'm going to die here, you know? <laughs> and so, so just, I explained you, so just, you know, that, you know, we were, we've been so met, so much, uh, very fans of Slayer since the beginning, and they set this aggressiveness that we like also to express with our music because we, we, we it keeps us this, you know, this flame. Slayer set that tone, you know, set that, uh, set that fury in the riffs, you know, and the, in the speed, and yeah, it's speed with no compromise. It's it's hell, you know. It's great. It's great. Right. I saw them in Resurrection Fest in the they tour, the farewell tour, and they were really in a really good shape. I mean, sure. I, all my respect to this band. Absolutely, man. Now you know while we're talking about Slayer and and, and all of the the great bands from the past, you know, from the 
the that set the tone exodus anthrax you know who whomever you know yeah. it they're 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 still kicking a lot of them are still making great music or at least most of them are still kicking but the one thing that i don't think that they do is they don't give back to the new age they don't give back to bands like yours or bands bands like havoc or warbringer or you know there there's a slew of them there's a there's a real resurrection of thrash metal and it mm -hmm. just doesn't seem like they give back you know now you as somebody that's in a band and somebody that's also played a lot of these festivals that a lot of these bands play do you think that they give back enough and if not why do you think that is when you say give back you mean that they relate to our band they relate to these bands or but I, I mean more like, you know, though your bands should be opening for them. They should take the they should take the new bands on tour, you know, so that they can keep the 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 genre itself alive. Yeah, I think it's something that it will ha it's sooner or later it has to come, you know. And but I understand that in the league of this band that the this some of these bands are playing like Testament Anthrax, uh, you know, they are in this very very top league of bands and bands like us we are you know uh step by step reaching that level that we will have the chance to open for them in the future but i understand that there is like a lot of you know a filter and when they look for an opener they look for you know something that brings numbers bring whatever so our new generation of thrash metal bands we have to you know slowly catch up you know for, for to these bands to get this you know, to get the flame, to keep the flame, you know, and to keep the the what 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 they they are bringing. But yeah, you're right, you're right. I think they are all aware of these uh, bands and these songs, more or less. I think they um, most of them follow uh, follow. For example, Gary Hall was following the cover with it um, of them, Toxic Walls. They okay. even commented mm -hmm. to us like, hey, you know, great what you're doing. And I also have feedback from Forbidden. Uh, Craig, Craig Lochichero, that we yeah. did the Forbidden song also from uh, in this album of covers, and we yeah we all normally get some feedback of these bands and some you know appreciation and this is for us it's like really cool, but it's gonna happen for sure in the future that you know we will have to uh, uh, will come in a point that we you know these bands will you know get more and more with this generation of bands for sure. Yeah, no doubt. So, BB, I mean, going back to the the, the EP real quick. I mean, I, I, this may have or may have not been done before, but it's the first time I've seen it, and I think it's a fantastic uh, way of promoting the record. Is you've got four songs on the EP. It's sixteen minutes long, and there's a, a sixteen minute video, almost like a movie, that accompanies the whole EP, uh, which I think is really unique and really it, it's like I said, definitely I think. Uh, helps to to push the record and get people really interested in it. So talk about the decision that you know when it came to marketing, you know the record, the decision for you guys to sort of combine both the music and video in unison with one another for a whole sixteen minutes. How did that come about? That's cool because um, in marketing department, I'm a bit more in charge of everything, you know. Um, and this is a thing that I was really looking forward to. If we're gonna release an EP, let's do it in a way that. It's something special because in the end, maybe some people, when bands release EP, they, it seems like you know it's like it's not as good as an album, you know. And I wanted that EP has a good concept and a strong thing that people would say, okay, this is an EP that cannot be an album because it's an EP. It's a, it's a whole concept itself, and that's why uh, we thought really important, you know, that um, this story that goes hand to hand with the music 
uh, and do this short film was a really good idea to promote everything and all at once, you know, and not uh, do it mm -hmm. doing it in an old-fashioned way that it's, you know, I released the first single, then the second single, third. Let's do a whole story that it's bam, one one video that it's the whole four tracks and the same beat, the same day that the, the album is released. And it's a different way, a different approach, you know, but also the moderns, the times are getting, mm -hmm. are, are doing and, and it's an interesting thing to do. And it was a little bit risky because we never did something like this, a, a, a marketing plan like this, where we would release everything all at once, all the videos and also releasing a pizza, uh, a, a pizza, pizza strategy also, you know, because we were also releasing a new pizza in Barcelona and Madrid, which is mm. food, you know, and we, we kind of, you know, set all this. And for me, it was like, okay, it's the first time in the, our history that we have the four songs recorded, the four videos done. Let's do it all like this, you know, with this short film, let's do it like different, but cool. And I think people mm. also got this, you know, in a once, you know, and people check first song, choose second song, third song. Maybe not all the people check the whole video, but they got a little bit more the essence of what we were trying to deliver, you know? Sure. Yeah, no, and I think it's a really, like I said, it's a unique and uh, interesting way of doing it. And I think it's definitely going to resonate. Um, you know, just the last time we heard a, a slew of new music from the band was back in uh, 2018 Against the Odds, uh, okay. which is, you know, one of the five full lengths that you guys that just, you know, really just shreds. Um, and to me, that record, you know, had more definitely a bit of a more groovy sort of 90s almost flavor to it. Whereas the Pizza EP, now this to me is just straight up OG 80s classic thrash with some, you know, hardcore and crossover, mm -hmm. um, you know, elements thrown in there as well. So, I mean, was the musical direction driven by the lyrical content? I mean, did the lyrics really drive the music or was it the other way around with these songs? Um, you know, with the concept we were bringing, we naturally thought that the the we what we wanted is something straight, something raw, you know, mm. in uh, straight in your face, and that's why we wanted to go more in these roots of what is the trash metal and this. We wanted to go a little bit more in the roots, you know, and also mm. in terms of recording because the the side A of the EP, the first two songs are recorded like normal, normal like normal production, but we wanted that the other second songs that it's Raptors in the Kitchen and it's tough to book a song, they were recorded live. You know, we wanted mm -hmm. to bring a little bit this raw energy to the, the, the feeling. So not only in terms of production, but also in terms of music speaking, we were we wanted something straight. And also for the lyrics, uh, when we had this culinary uh, idea, it's when, um, you know, we finished this Raptors in the Kitchen and it's tough to book a song. Like it came like supernaturally, like, hey, let's do it and put it something like this uh, in this idea. Uh, and let's uh, do it more in, in this way, you know. And yeah, a little bit when we had a little bit more the vision of the of the beat was everything was really naturally driven uh, musically and all, you know. But for example, because these songs come from a same stage of the band where we were, while we were, you know, um, composing the, all the songs, not just the EP, but also we were composing the new album that are going to be released next year. Um, I think we did like a mixture of all our four last albums. Uh, it's a mixture of a little bit the roots of what where, where we come from, but also a little bit the modern approaches that we were trying to to get and to define, redefine some stuff. And I think we all we we kind of you know went to that um, in our in our roots, you know, uh, in the end. Mm. Yeah. 
no, mm -hmm. no, no, no doubt. So I just want to take you back real quick to 2013 when you guys put out. It was a really awesome record you guys had out, Rise, Then Rest. And I know that one was it was mixed and produced by the great Eric Rutan from, you know, Morbid Angel, Hate Eternal. Um, you know, everyone knows who Eric is. Man. I just got to ask you to talk a bit about how it was working with him. You know, he's obviously just such an underground legend and the total as, as I'm aware of. He's such a consummate maven in the studio. How was it working with Eric back on that? Record? Yeah, man. And he's now, I think he's in Cannibal Corpse. Cannibal Corpse, uh, Corpse, right. Cannibal Corpse now, yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, fucking great. Yeah. Man, it's it's a it's a it's a guy that you know knows what is his scene, knows uh what he wants to he wanna brings in music. And it was really cool to meet him and to talk with him, and also really easy to work with. Um, and the thing is that he delivered this underground essence with the album, you know, the with the sound. And he really did really a good job, I think. And we really had a very good, you know, hand-to-hand -hand work. And it was really, really easy to work with him. Uh, it was a shame that we could not go to their studio because it was really far away and we couldn't we couldn't travel back back then. Mm -hmm. But it would have been good because I think he's a really nice guy. I mean, for I couldn't I could only you know uh, talk with him via email, but everything was super nice from him. That. Uh, I hope we can meet him uh, sometime, you know, uh, face to face, because I think he really, really is a nice guy and a really hardworking guy. Really sure. Good. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Now, now, BB, I, I want to go back to the marketing for a minute, but I don't want to talk music. I, I was telling Matt right before you came on, I looked at your merch page and your merch is the shit bar none. Maybe the best, the best merch I have seen for a, for a smaller band. It really screams that you guys put a lot of time and effort into every design. You just don't throw it out to some merch company and say, hey, put our logo on some shit and put it out there. Yeah. So, so talk a little bit about your merch itself. I mean, how particular are you? Who does the art? Talk, talk a little bit because it is really awesome. Yeah, you know, we come from a generation that um, everything is a little bit fucked up about music industry. Uh, and mm -hmm. What bands do for survival is sell merch. It's as mm -hmm. simple as that, you know. Mm -hmm. In the moment that you saw, that you see the merch not as a, an extra thing that you can sell, but your way of survival as a band because it's it's it is what it is. You also try to you know not do uh, things that you like a lot because in the end what we do it's merch that we like a lot, but also we really think what all what our customers, what our fans, what our people that likes to buy uh, our t-shirts, what they want, you know. And that's this is starting a process of uh, you really you know become a brand, <laughs> the kind of a t-shirt brand, you know. And a bit of a little bit the approach is that um, it's a little bit knowing what the what people like, what you like, and how you put it in the best way. And we take a lot of attention. You're right. We take a lot of attention that um, we spend time to that everything is really good and people really want to buy t-shirts and they are happy buying our t-shirts. And we try to improve more and more, and we have a lot of to improve, but we try. And I really appreciate your your words regarding that, man. Oh, sure, man. Well, but, and, and like I'm gonna tell you straight up, is I, I'm buying a hat because your the hats are great. <laughs> the, the hats are just awesome looking, but the shirts are all the. You know what I mean? I, the bottom line is, we see a million bands. We do see a zillion bands, and when you look at it, you can just tell which bands are going through their merch company and the merch company has a designer and they no, kind of all look the same, you know, no, I mean, yeah, it has different yeah. names and whatever, 
you guys' stuff is so original. I'm obsessed with designers. I like a lot to get uh, to find new designers and try new things and uh, try things that maybe could not fit, but try to give a little twist and, you know, and it's cool. I like a lot. I like, I'm really, you know, I like to go, uh, I like art itself. I like to go see sure. paintings and stuff and I'm really into it. Uh, every time we work with an artwork for the new album, I'm the guy in the band that is really researching every single uh, guy that is um, appealing uh, seems like uh, interesting to me, you know. And to me, for example, working with Parolofson, which is the guy that did the Exodus artwork as well. It's uh, the guy that drew our From Blue to Black uh, artwork, third mm -hmm. album. Man, working with that guy was one of the fulfilling things that I did. Uh, like, it's the most wow design that ever one, uh, that someone did for us, you know. And to me, it's success. When I see a guy, when I find a guy or, or I find, you know, the right idea, I really feel good. You know, I, I like all this shit a lot. And sure. to me, one of the most challenging things I tell you, it was to 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 not the to deliver this pizza, the the, the pizza food, you know, uh, sure. you know, go with a restaurant in Barcelona that is like really famous here and try to get this pizza official uh, licensed pizza. And then, you know, create the, the box itself because the box is done by us uh, with a uh, design by us. And I have to really think what is the design that would sell for us, but also to sell this pizza thing. And to me, it was like the most challenging product I had to put in the market. And yeah, it was really good. Uh, pizza box with pizza on it. Uh, really right. fun. And I also delivered in Barcelona one uh, for the some days before the release. I delivered some pizzas to some of our friends. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's great. Very and, cool. Uh, yeah. But it's fun. It's fun. In the end, you know, these marketing things has to be fun to us, to That's somebody good. who is planning stuff. You know, it's not has to be mm. the point. It has not to be that to sell more. But in the end, it's to do something that people will really have fun. And we, we found the key in this album to do all this and experience and, and explore new stuff. And also, you know, uh, because we are also doing a, a, a cooking book, you know, um, a cooking mm -hmm. recipe book that we okay. are, that we didn't say anything yet. It's going to be released next month. But we are also working on a cooking book, the first metal cooking book from a band. Nice. nice. And nice. it's really cool because it explains not all, all the recipes that we like, uh, but also explains the story, how we uh, defined the pizza pie, how we created when uh, and and everything the story behind you know it's a little bit go more inside the project with this okay. book and yeah it's uh, with this album we really uh, let ourselves do stuff crazy stuff excellent man well you definitely you definitely made it fun for us to listen to it man the new mm -hmm. the new record from Crisis is called the pizza ep it is fantastic if you like thrash and um i'll tell you what bb tell people where they should go online to get the Get the EP, get the book next month, keep up all with right. you guys, all that stuff. Yeah, uh, the they can watch the video experience of the Pizza IP in our YouTube channel. Okay. They will find the Pizza IP video where they have where it have the four songs animated with a short film. Also, we have Spotify and Apple Music. So the, your uh, regular uh, listening streaming services, you will find the Pizza EP. And also in our store. If they buy, if they want to buy it uh, physical, because in the physic uh, CD or vinyl, there is a fifth song, secret song that no one can listen but the people, the the, the guys that has the physical album. Cool. 
And this is the hidden track that we have. It's a, key, it's a, a little surprise that um, I leave it here for the ones that want to buy it. Very yeah. good. Awesome. Well, well, one more time. The name of the band is Crisix, C-R-I-S-I-X. Look them up. And the name of the the release is the Pizza EP. And BB, thanks so much for joining us here on Aftershocks. Thanks, BB. Thanks to you guys. All right.